0: Today's podcast brought to you by Jukebox Lax, that's J-U-K-E-B-O-X, lax.com. They are a disruptor, so watch out. Take a look at who these guys are. Uh, They're out of Canada. Jeff Pilo is the founder and president. He is a former Syracuse football player, XFL, NFL, won a couple of great cups up in the CFL. Uh, He's coming on strong. He'll be down at LaxCon with the rollout of the company down in Baltimore in January. So check it out. It's a great interview. He talks about his story, talks about transitioning from pro football over into his industries, which have been the oil and gas industry, and now this is a new venture for him. So check it out. Really interesting. Great guy. Stay tuned. It is Rob Thompson. Thanks, everybody, for joining us with the Sports Biz Podcast interview with influencers. I have Jeff Pilo. Pilo? Pilon. Pilon? Pilon. Pilon. Yeah, either one. Yeah. <laughs> After the hey you or guy, but, uh, yeah. but Pilon or Pilon. Still I works. try to get – I see, I you just told me, and I tried to get fancy, and I just – I didn't nail it. I didn't nail it. I, I tried to Close. get fancy. It's a good attempt. It was I tried to get fancy. So, Jeff, you're the founder um of jukebox lax and on jukebox lacrosse so it's jukeboxlax.com is your website but um i'm I'm psyched to have you on here and and i think you got something that you're going to be ahead of your time here in the united states with this product and uh i know that it's just starting to blow up and it's starting to expand on the professional level um so but before we do that Let's back this whole thing up. Introduce yourself. and Tell everybody about kind of your story, where you started. I know at, at Syracuse, start at Syracuse and let's work oh, up man. to where you are today.
1: <laughs> Put the pressure on me. Yeah. Well, thank you much Rob, for having me. Appreciate it. This is uh actually my first podcast. So
0: nice. It's uh it'd be pretty cool. But
1: okay, so my history, um way back in the day, nineteen January nineteen ninety five. Uh started uh playing football at Syracuse University. Uh came in early because, you know, the Canadians, we got this weird education system at the time. We had OEC, which is uh, a grade thirteen. Um, yeah, exactly. Keep you there for an extra year. Um, did end up going to my grade thirteen. He went to uh Syracuse in January of ninety five um as an offensive lineman. And uh Ended up playing football there. We won three conference championships, went to five bowl games, uh I mean we set uh, college records in Michigan and um for for attendance and yeah it was uh it was an awesome, awesome experience. I mean you know, you know Canadian kid getting a chance to whether dream out of playing football and so from there, um had a chance to uh to go to the Jets. Um, made the practice squad for a little while with the Jets, and then a chance to come up to Canada and play, and then from there a quick little shot in the XFL, uh, the one and only XFL, and then okay. went and finished off my career here in Canada playing football for the Calgary Stampeders for uh, for 10, 10 years, and a chance to win two great cups, and uh, you know, all-stars and a few other little accolades, but, uh, you know, Football was my life for twenty twenty five years. Wow. Uh, I was ten years old. So, yeah, banging and whacking and uh, you know all that kind of fun stuff. And then then you have to grow up and and uh, in life. So got into El patch, like everybody else does out uh, in Alberta here. And um, then got into lacrosse <laughs> of all things. Right, you have to grow up. I had kids and. Yeah. My son started playing lacrosse, his buddies wanted to, to get involved in it. And, you know, growing up we never played it. I mean, going to Syracuse, you have, you know, the Gates, the Powells, you have uh, Syracuse of the Powerhouse. Um and it just wasn't wasn't my thing. It just wasn't uh, just didn't just didn't hit me and then um had my son start playing box and uh man, it just kinda overtook me. It was awesome. It was one of these like holy uh I wish I would have played this sport growing up. Um the eye hand coordination, the speed, the agility, the toughness, uh, you know, everything about the sport is right up my alley. I love it. You have to be quick, you have to run, you have to be able to be able to take a hit, give a hit, um, you know, the eye hand coordination be able to run and shoot at the same time. Mm-hmm. It just uh it just brought me in. So that's kind of how how it started for me is is my my boy at nine nine and a half yes he was and um yeah watching watching kids uh playing box canadian box and um then then for me sitting in the stand well, as a dad watching these kids get whacked and, and hit and uh you know you see <laughs> my son's a bigger kid uh you know he's uh he's a little, a little bit bigger kid and you and at that age you're talking to eight nine ten year old kids the the size of them just so I mean so dramatic right from yeah. guys that are you know like little three apples high up to my son now who's five foot five yeah. so you know there's there's a big difference and the and the kids are getting hit and um so i I'm watching you know uh, as the games progress and I'm learning to watching it here and and you see these kids are getting hit and cross-checked and, and hit, and then you know I've always wanted to be a guy who I've always thought outside the box. I've always wanted to develop and, and create my own thing. Yeah. Um, so got into uh, I saw a niche that that really needed to be developed. Um, you know, really sort of getting me angry almost is that these kids would get hurt and the clock would still be running. So they lie on the ground, the team's losing, yeah. clock's running. No chance for them to come back and the clock won't stop unless it's been run for five minutes. Then they'll stop the clock if the kid's still on the ground. So, uh yeah, it it kinda it, it spurred me to start looking and, and figure out a way to, to make some equipment better. Um and lacrosse, uh over the years has uh been traditionally, you know, your least amount of equipment and um and uh, especially in, in, in box and uh show how tough you ER, are, but um these younger kids haven't developed that uh, get real fancy to this uh uh like kinesthetic way of using their their bodies and their don't really know where their limbs are going. Um and when you when you have a chance to take a stick and uh, a shaft you can whack somebody with it. Kids tend to miss where they're supposed to be be putting it. So, um develop some shoulder pads um that are uh, patented. We just finished patenting these uh these pads and um and then it created that from there it's it's basically sparked a whole line um of- of the cross protective gear uh, and shafts, so that's kind of a real short nutshell of how I got <laughs> aware kind of where growing kind of gotten into and um we're uh you know Box equipment company that's gonna be uh creating products for for field and for box and to to make their, their kids safer as they go out in the field and they won't even know they have these things on or that's anything different it's just gonna be um the ability for them for them to be able to go out and play and and um hopefully not uh not take the hits that they that that they are taking and be able to keep playing and keep wanting to to grow the sport i mean uh, at least up here in canada they've uh, they've been having um numbers drop off in box at the, you want know, to start getting a 10 year old range, 10, 11 year olds, because the kids are getting bigger. Um, so kids don't want to start wanting to take the big hits that they that, that they get. So um, it's kind of plateaued from there. And we're hoping with this uh, this new equipment we've come up with is that uh, we'll be able to spark their interest and keep the kids growing and keep the sport growing.
0: So it's been pretty wild. It's been a fun ride. Did you, um? did you, consult with coaches and folks that were actually in the business um, to ask them, you know, about the, what if you had a, you know, just a, a blank slate? Well, what, what kind of equipment would you, you know, what would you develop for box across? Was that kind of how it started? So
1: really, it started like parents saying, well, what the heck's going on? Why haven't they come up with this yet? And i and sorry if I'm being kind of vague because I literally just finished filing my patent. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, everybody out there, I know I'm yeah. a little bit vague, yeah. but we are going to be launching um, at LaxCon, so we're going to have a full launch. It's going to be everybody can see it. And hopefully before then, we can we can get back on here and do a full, full reveal with it. But um, yeah, parents, coaches, um, really really wanted to, we're asking, you know, what's going on? Why hasn't it been developed? Why haven't people said anything? I'm kind of biting my lip, like, Rrr. you know, like it's being right. developed. We're working on it. We're working on it. Right. And, um, you know, it was, uh, it was actually really good, um, you know, seeing other, talking to other coaches and other players, and um, they see both sides of it, right? There's, there's parents that say, okay, hey, let me wrap my kid up in as much bubble as we can. Right, let's, let's and I think that's where this gener- where these next generations and and uh is, is really trying to protect everybody a lot. And then you have the other end of the spectrum where it's okay, yeah, just go put some put some newspaper on your on your shoulder pads and go out and play. Yeah. Right. Um but uh you know, we we, we talked to um some local teams, local clubs, parents, um, and just got the feedback, yeah, like this is this is this is needed. Um, this is definitely needed. So we're really lucky that we are um like the Hornets organization here in Calgary has been has been awesome. Um the parents and the parents associations have been really good uh trying to help and get this thing going here and we'll we'll have our, our first working prototype of this of this pad um by the end of Christmas kind of thing so we can get some real real big banging and whacking with it and we're doing some university studies here. Got that all geared up so we can have some really cool data and videos and, and uh stuff to compare against so but um you know with that said we've 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 actually developed regular everyday shoulder pads as well we've developed gloves uh and a full line of sticks of uh of composite shafts so this one little kind of uh, aha moment of you know what i need to to make or to to do has actually evolved into a complete line of protective gear so it's been it's been really 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 cool
0: who else is uh, involved in your business? Are you bootstrapping this yourself, or you got a couple of things?
1: bootstraps?
0: Bootstraps.
1: Yeah. We got a big size 15.
0: <laughs> wow!
1: <laughs> big size 15 work boot.
0: Wow. Put the
1: mud on it. Yeah. yeah
0: so, so uh, oh, where you get, where you guys doing the manufacturing? Is it is it local, or are you outsourcing that? We're doing
1: um, all the R and D uh, locally, but um, I have to say it's it's all overseas. I mean yeah, we, we looked we looked for for places here in Canada, we look for places in the US. Um to hit the retail markets and to hit the numbers that, that people want, it's really, really hard to get the quality and and the um the numbers that we have to hit to in having manufacturing in Canada and the US. So we are over, overseas in China. Um I, you know, it's but the The good thing about it is um, our designer has you know 15 plus years experience in the sporting industry, which is really hard to find somebody that actually has designed anything. Um, And he's uh, he's been really really helpful. He's helped set up the factories over there um, with the other companies with, and and he's been with uh, CCM Bauer, Graf, Reebok. Um, He's a, a, a aerospace engineer by trade, and then got into the sporting world and uh yeah we've been we've been banging this thing out uh trying to get things going and a really good relationship and it's, it's finding a factory that uh, that you can trust and that will, that will work with you and, and help and help build the product to where you want it
0: and actually meet your quality controls your standards and uh so we've been pretty fortunate that way so you're getting so you're going to go to laxcon which is in philadelphia where is that this year baltimore Baltimore. Baltimore
1: Convention Center. It's
0: yeah, January
1: January nineteenth to
0: twenty first. January nineteenth through twenty first. So You guys have a a setup down there in a booth, and um, are you have lo- a
1: booth? And, yeah, all that good stuff
0: are you looking for, I mean, your ultimate goal down there, is it for um, distributors that you want to get your, your product in front of, or is it coaches or just a bunch of, you know, a little everything.
1: bit of- Any, anything and everything. We want to get our name out. You want people to be talking about us. We want to be a household name. I mean, that's the, the grand scheme of things, right? Just be the next uh, up and coming product uh, guys who've uh, put time and uh, try to evolve and try to make the sport better and grow. Mm-hmm. Um, we love distributors we'd love to be involved with some, you know distributors uh anywhere from the mom and pops up to the big box stores to your coaches universities again you know wherever we can get our name out um that's that's a quality product right we want to make sure that the people are going to use us and be involved with us or uh, want to be with our standards um, so yeah it's it's going to be a um, that's going to be our full our full launch so
0: so what what's your thoughts on um What's your thoughts on having a celebrity endorsers or, you know, influencers in the space? I know you, you talked about some of those guys you played with at Syracuse. Yeah, Yeah. it'd
1: be, you know, um, the thing is with, I would love to have, you know, um, MLL guys, NLL guys, um, really anybody like that, uh, that would, that believes in our brand, um, you know, it's, it's not some of the, the tough. Things about coming up being a, a canadian company um, and uh a new kind of what behind the years uh try to prove yourself right and and it's finding that um that player that that believes in your brand it's like hey man, this is something different this is something that's that's pretty cool i wanna be a part of mm-hmm. um and that's that's the way we wanna be we wanna be different um it's not just your typical aluminum shaft not just your, t- your typical shoulder pad it's a small enough company where you know um, we can we can take feedback and we can make the change rather than than waiting you know two years or whatever or uh, that it takes for for these bigger guys to make the changes we can we can start designing for our next run Um, so it's somebody that wants to be involved in that something that that wants to be involved in a grassroots company that that will help it grow and and succeed Um, those are the type of guys we want to look at with somebody who's you know our our whole model is we've, we are a box company, right? We've, this is because of Canada, we started in box. We, we are a protection company. So when you're playing, you wanna, we want you to feel that you've got, you're protected with what we're wearing, with, 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 the, with the equipment. And then when you have our shafts in, the, in, our, in your hand, it's something like, it's different, right? You have the color you want, you have the feel you want, you have that, the weight that you want. Um, it's not a one size fits all. So we're we want somebody who wants to be involved with that and help grow the company.
0: How did you I'm gonna shift gears a little bit here, but it just sparked me because just the way you talk about it, it sounds like honestly Jeff, it sounds like you've been in the business for a long time. You know? <laughs> but you know
1: <laughs> Hey man, when 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 you're when you're freaking I mean I can watch how I talk sometimes i get yeah. I get all excited and, that's you know, all right. but it's uh, you know I love it like when 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 you're when you when you're passionate about something and yeah. when you're you know knees deep in it and you're in the grind you're designing you you want this product to work and you believe in it so much yeah you know you get you get fiery about it right like you I, I get all giddy like a little like a little yeah. kid because I think yeah. it, this stuff is so cool and yeah. um for a guy like, like me who's who's never really played the sport, you know, yeah. I go out with my son and as much as I can after having, you know, shoulder reconstructions and yeah. try to throw as much as I can. Um, you know, I uh I really try to to learn the equipment side of it. You know, I'll never be a guy that comes out and says, Hey, you know what, I know the game real well. No, man, I you know, yeah know I, I know i know equipment I know how to make the body work um yeah. you know that's 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 the stuff i love yeah um and it, it, if I can help a player um feel better feel stronger feel protected feel like they have that edge and then right. man, then, I've been, then then that's then you know Jukebox is doing their job we're doing we're doing that's that to me is awesome let me feel that it has that that little extra extra oomph man hey, that's all we need. Is just to have that, somebody come back and say, you know what, I played great, I felt great, awesome. Okay, that's that's great. Let's do it. Let's let's keep growing.
0: You know what's I think what what so what what did you take like the principles of business and what you learned um, from your past you know your past life and when you were done playing you you went over to was it the gas and oil business?
1: Yeah, no, I was actually in the drilling and blasting business. We were, drilling. We were, uh, yeah, we were blowing up the oil sands and uh and drilling holes in the ground and doing all that kind of stuff. So I was uh, I'm actually it's kinda funny. I'm I'm a teacher uh by certificate, I guess. So I graduated Syracuse with my uh my bachelor of science, um uh with kinesiology and and uh teaching and um so I uh, from there and then got into the oil business and then got out and then uh yeah, I mean you learn it's totally a new game, right? You go from right. blowing stuff up and right. grinding and working yeah. to uh retail and uh designing equipment. Like it's uh and figuring out how to get into a store, how to market it, how to design it properly and it's it's a whole other world. That's just so neat and really cool. Like it's got lots of highs and lows and, and you're learning every day, like Trying to find out when buying seasons are right, and, right. You know, between Canada, the U.S., between field, between high school, between the big box stores and the little mom and pops, like you're trying to figure this stuff out. You're trying to figure out how to how to design something properly. What's going to be cool? How they're going to like it? Where's the hands going to go? How's it going to fit in the body? You know, is this the size of the kid? The size of the person? All that kind of stuff. And it's 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 a constant um, evolution every day of of trying to catch up. And and you know, when, I don't know we're not. You know, the big boys, right? That's my pockets go as far as as far as my hand and you know, not right. like the other guys where they go down to their knees and some down down to their ankles They can <laughs> pick it up and, and do what they want. And so we have to be efficient with what we do. And yeah. when we're gonna release something, it's gotta be right. And right. it's gotta be good. So um yeah, like you you're always learning. You you have to. You have to push yourself, you gotta learn and, and um every shaft that we've sold, every every glove that we've tested I want feedback. Like I, I need to know that and that's that's how you grow and whether it's a sport, I mean you've been around sports, your coach will yell and scream at you and you know, get you you know, for doing something wrong, but man, you take it and you grow. You learn. If you if you can't self reflect, you can't take that that corrective uh, action, then man, you're just spinning and you're going the wrong way. So, um that's how you grow, is you,
0: you learn, you you move, you take every information you can and and build it. So you know, the, the one thing that I know, Jeff, and, and I, you can attest to this, the one thing about being an athlete is you're so used to and accustomed to being uncomfortable, right? Being in an uncomfortable situation, right? Yeah. And doing things that, that you don't necessarily want to do, but you know you have to do it. So you're able to adjust. You're able to adjust to coaches' styles. You're able to touch, adjust to your environment. But you're always, always, always uncomfortable about Situations, confrontation. Mm-hmm. There's always something. Talk about talk yeah, about how yeah. you learn because you're to go from drilling holes in the ground, which obviously had to learn the business model. You know the mm-hmm. margins, the uh, every everything yeah. that goes to operation, the assets, the equipment, the operating cost, what you're charging people, the hour, all of those. Mm-hmm. And you did that. You right so. Now yep. you're jumping into something else that goes back to what I just said is you now you're back to being uncomfortable again. You figure that other one out. Now <laughs> no, you're back no, no, no. to being uncomfortable again. And if you weren't – you know, this is where I think the disparity in so many pro athletes and even college athletes yeah. is that they don't know how to take that next step into industry when in reality, the blocking and tackling and, and all – they've already – you already have the nucleus there. You already have the DNA mm-hmm. for it, right? Mm-hmm. So talk, just talk sure. about – Talk about that part of it. You know, talk about that part of it.
1: Well, there, there's a saying, you have to be comfortable with, with being uncomfortable. Yeah. You have to know that there's going to be – you're going to be uncomfortable. I mean, f- for me, um, it's public speaking. Like, I – oof. You know, it's not my thing. Yeah. But, um, it's not, you know, in football, you're not going to be like, hey, man, you know, it's second down and, and, and a yard. Okay, coach, take me out because I'm scared.
0: Like, right. you know, like,
1: I mean, mm-hmm. oh, man, there's the – Leagues, leading league defensive end, lead uh, league in sacks, like, hey, I, I can't block him. Like, yeah. You're not going to do it. You're, you're going to man up. You're going to do what you got to do and get the job done. Right. Um, I think the big thing is um, surrounding yourself with good people. And um, anybody who's an athlete knows that, and again, this is the old cliche is, you know, there's no I in team. You can't do it without, with just one person so it's it's being able to um, find the resources, find the people, reach out to the people, and and really tap into um, your network and I think that's, that that was a really, really big thing um, you know in in Calgary here uh, is really knowing knowing your teammates, knowing what their strengths are. You know, you know, you have a guy that's really good in math. You have a guy that's really good uh, at organizing. You have a guy that's really good at this and, and try and bring those people together. Um, For me right now, you know, I have, I have my designer um, and he's, he's been in industries for a long time. So he knows a bunch of different angles. So it's taking his, his knowledge and I have a couple sales guys and taking their knowledge and it's finding the right people for your team and it's just like a coach or a GM trying to plan their team. Well, if you don't have the right guys around you, man, it's, it's no fun. It's no fun coming to work. It's no fun uh, planning. It's, it just, it's just a really negative environment. So you have to create your environment. You create what, what you want. And um, for young guys coming out of, of school, university, uh, yeah, you're going to have to take the, uh, uh, the job that sucks. <laughs> you know, you're going to have to take, take something um, that you don't really like uh, or put yourself in that uncomfortable position. But you got to learn from it. you got to take, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, you got to take the best out of it. Okay, you know what? I learned that's perfect. Learn it. Put it into your toolbox. And uh, you know, playing offensive line, it was it was building your toolbox, building that toolbox for knowledge. Because not every person you're blocking does the same thing. So it's like, oh yeah, I can do it. I can I can still get the same thing done, but I'm taking a different step, or I'm I'm doing things a different way, but I'm still going to get that same outcome. Um, it's building your toolbox. It's building that knowledge. And any young person coming up is is get as much knowledge as you can, and and tap into the good people around you. and finding the good people. Because there'll be a lot of people out there that just want to be around you because you're an athlete or or want something from you. You'll find out who the true people are and who the true people are that want to help you out uh, real quick. And it's getting to be with those good people. So, you know, and it's taken a while to learn and it's taken, you know, you'll definitely get some bruises and stuff along the way. But it's 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 manning up or we're warming up, I guess, so I don't wanna leave anybody out. <laughs> but you <laughs> know, you have to be able to to uh just to to get the job done, learn and learn and learn and ask questions. It doesn't hurt to you know, you should be able to shouldn't feel bad to to ask a question. So
0: you know, when you get to close to our age, you, you start having self awareness about yourself. You know what you're good at, especially in business, yeah. right? So, where do you, where are you in that part? Of, are you an operator? Are you a business development guy? You know, are you a financial guy? I know you have to wear a lot of hats when you own the company, but wh- what's the area that you're most comfortable in? I'm a tweener guy. Like
1: I, I love. Uh... Developing and operations, I love that style of planning. The yeah. um, financial stuff, you know, um, yeah, eh, it's okay. It's not fun, you know, numbers and stuff. They don't, you don't. Yeah, it's good at the end when you see the, when you see that number grow. I mean, don't get right. me wrong. That's 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 all fun, but it's right. it's the planning and the design to get to there is what I like. Yeah, it's, the- it's, that's that's the the. The fun part is figuring out, okay, you know, a different way to get that done and grow it and move it. Okay, how else can we do this? Like, that's that to me is 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 awesome.
0: Yeah, the the creative side. Yes,
1: creative, the operational, um, the the overseeing, the yeah, basic. I don't like I don't like the word quarterback, but yeah, you know, you knowing knowing where to put certain where to make your next move, pretty much. You know, when you play Dude. in chess, right? Knowing where to where to
0: go. Did you grow up in an entrepreneurial family, or was it just something that just came natural <laughs> no <way>. for you? <laughs> Man, no way. My,
1: my mom was a teacher. My my dad worked in the government. I grew up in Ottawa, which is a government town, right? Uh, yeah. but my dad is one of the most conservative people you'll ever meet. I think he can make a, make a penny go for a... For a mile. And, you know, you used, to, you used to split to, two, ply toilet paper in half. I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? like, Hell yeah! You know, my mom's a mom, teacher, right? You know, nothing. Yeah. Stepdad yeah. um, uh, worked um, uh, in, in in the, the hospital, uh, being in a uh, the RT for lunch, long, so there was nothing, nothing like that. I mean, I I grew up, um, you know, with kids didn't. Uh, I wasn't the smartest by any means, uh, I was a kid that worked hard uh, and, uh, you know, in school, it was actually pretty funny. My guides counselor uh, in school told me I'd better take up a trade because I'm never going to go to university. Yeah. Um, yeah, she gave me one of these, because you know, I'm dyslexic, so when you see a nine, it's a six, and a whatever, so you know, okay, well school wasn't, wasn't the best for me, and uh, so she said, you know what, you better start uh, working on a trade. You know, double gun salute to you I mean I can take away my dreams or tell me what I can't do so uh, yeah that's when I went to really bear down in the school and um, gone into got into that but um, that's a long story but you know I don't want to know why I went that way but I'm always I'm always looking at doing something and creating things I mean um, I, back in the day I had uh, before all the cutters and all that stuff was uh, come out for for football gloves, I designed my own gloves and had gloves made. I had uh, agility and speed equipment uh, making making that. Um, I always wanted to. There's always some way to make something better, right? Mm-hmm. To to improve on what's there. And if you just have the the drive to want to do it and prove people wrong, well, get out and do it.
0: <laughs> well, I I got to tell you, and you and I never talked about this before, but I have dyslexia as well. And uh, oh, um, there we go, yeah, yeah, so, and i didn't I didn't find out I didn't get diagnosed until I was in college, my freshman year, and uh, yeah. the only what the only way I would actually was able to be admitted into the school because my grades were so poor coming into it um it was a very urbanized high school that I went to, and uh, mm-hmm. so that kind of pushed me through and um and when I got here, I had to take one class before summer camp, and it was a math class, which I was horrible in, and um Professor said, oh, you know, we had to take this little simple kind of pretest." And when I was the first class and she came back to the next class and said, you have dyslexia. You never you're eight, you know, you're 19 years old. No one's ever told you that. And I'm like, no. And But what she did tell me, Jeff, and I think this is where I was getting at before is, um, you know, it's a common trait if you do have dyslexia, because, you know, what people don't know is, you know, our minds just work five steps ahead. We're just three, we're yeah. always thinking about something else. And, mm-hmm. um, so AD, you know, ADHD and all those things yeah. that, you know, that they kind of pin on you, but, yeah. uh, at least today, but the, what she did say is where your mind is working on one side, the creativity is exploding on the other. And I always I found that was with me too. And I see that in you, it's, exactly. you know, right. The creativity, yep, we get excited about creating. Yeah. So
1: hundred percent, a hundred percent. Right. I guess it's, again, I would look at that. There's, there's other ways of skin the cat, right? It's, it's okay. Well, yeah, if I can't, I got to find a way to solve it, but I right. do it my way and figure out a way of twisting and it, moving it. And, and yeah. uh, you have to be creative. Otherwise <laughs> you just, just like, oh, that's, is going to go. We got to find a way, find a way to get this thing done.
0: Figure so. it out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Hey, listen, you did what, 10 years in the CFL and, or t- yeah. all together. Yeah. Ten and then on okay. top of the other ones, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. It's so, a long time. This, you, that just doesn't happen. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's a
1: it's a long time. It's a it's it's uh it's commitment, and and right. that's that's a big thing is, is bearing down and committing to doing it. It's getting yeah. to, to wanting to do it and to um you know to yeah just to to want to like, you know. Football and sport are, are are a thing in life. I think everybody needs to be a part of in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes the good, the bad, and the ugly to all to all make one. And uh, it it really brings out somebody's true character. Whether you have a learning disability, whether family, or whatever, it doesn't matter what it is. You can show up on that field, that court, that mat, whatever it is. And man, it's the person who has the heart that's going to win.
0: Yeah, so true. It's, it's
1: you know, it's the person that, that's, that's prepared and has the heart that wants to go is going to win. And you can be a millionaire. You can be a bum. You can be whatever you want. It's, it's the person that's going to show up and who's going to prepare and who wants it the most
0: is going to win. And that's so, the same. It's the same in business. It's the same in life. Yep. it's the same in life, right? One hundred percent. So, so what's your what's what's the next big thing for you with this vision, or the vision of this entire um, business that you have? Is it gonna is it going to stay just boxing outdoor? Or is it going to be other sports as well? We're just staying lacrosse. It's going to be okay.
1: lacrosse uh, field and box, and yep. um, you know our our big step is going to be at laxcon laxcon is going to be our our uh, our big coming out party we're going to be uh hopefully by then everybody will be able to or at laxcon people be able to see our our stuff uh, our gear and and uh and look at it and uh try it on and and then uh be able to hey hey, lacrosse world we're here to play (laughs) you know we want to be out and uh and show everybody hey there's a this little company here out of calgary alberta um that wants to, wants to make our stamp on the world. So, you know, from there and once, once our patent is, is, is fully sealed deal. And, um, I think it's going to, uh, it's really going to change the protective gear market for box lacrosse. It's going to be, uh, Something that uh, we want to see maybe implemented um, as a mandatory piece of equipment for the young, for for the youth players, for the for the young little guys um, that uh, growing growing up, that can you know be the next generation, be the next the next gate, the next Powell, you know, somebody like that. And uh, if they feel that they get they have that protection, maybe they will be. And that's that's who we want to be.
0: Well for the listeners out there they're going to be down at Laxcon if you're in the business stop by the booth to see Jeff all you have to do is look on the ground and just look for the size 15 boots that's all <laughs> do and you need to know it's him <laughs> the
1: 6 foot 6 pound guy that kind of sticks out like a, like a sore thumb we're going to be in <laughs> we're going we're gonna to be in booth 432 and uh yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be that uh, the guy who doesn't look like a typical lacrosse player.
0: <laughs> yeah. Boy, they they grow them big in Canada? Those big lacrosse players. In Canada,
1: right? Well, it's so cold we stay inside all day and, and and eat. That's about it.
0: Well, you know you're like um the bumble from uh, Christmas the <laughs> Christmas story. You get just you don't need a ladder to put the angel on the top of the tree. It's called Jeff That's up. exactly it. That's <laughs> it. So they can get a hold of you on uh, jukeboxlax.com. dot com. Duke, Juke J U K E sure. box dot com, and uh, you have your email. What's your email address? Uh, it'd be info
1: at JukeBoxLax.com. I-M-F-O. I N F O, it's it's on on the website as well. It's on the website as There's well. Orders on there. Yep. and the uh, the info was on
0: there. And you got your Stampeders are playing in the Grey Cup this weekend. Yeah,
1: man, it was an awesome game yesterday. Yeah. Right down to the wire, and they're going to the Grey Cup again in Ottawa, the hometown. So.
0: You'd be at the game? I be,
1: no, no. I, I, since I retired, I've been to one and a half games.
0: No.
1: so I'd rather I'd rather watch from from home and nice comfort of, of my house and and uh, just kind of be be away from the the armchair quarterback. No, some yes. armchair quarterbacks out there, but well, uh, well some of you, I could. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I don't I don't want to see my kid. I uh, see you know my kids watch me. Get, you
0: know, uh, well. escorted out of the stadium. Well, someone needed to put Coach Castanza's on. You know, he needed to ride around on your shoulders.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cute little fella. Eh? Kind of it, get him all up in my armpit and kind of gotta kind of walk around with him like a little little yeah. puppet. Yeah, yeah, he,
0: yeah, he's he's like a lacrosse player. Yeah, so, he
1: is. He totally. He's a, he's like he's almost the same size. Pete's an awesome guy. Yeah, he's great, uh,
0: he, Yeah, he's the best. Good good people out there and. Uh, I wish you all the best of luck. I know you're going to make this happen. I mean, anything you've done in your life has always been to, you know, um, um, at the top level. So, Jeff, there's no doubt that this is going to happen. And, you know, so if you have people, yeah, so anybody who's out there that is, you know, if you want to get in contact with them, um, whether you're in the business, you're whether you're coaching, um, you know, obviously you heard the story and when you have an entrepreneurial spirit and when you have the DNA like you have of just figuring out and fighting through it and being comfortable being uncomfortable you know mm-hmm. it's just it's going to happen for you so i'm just so happy i'm able to help you do that and get your word out there and uh, anything i can do for you moving forward you know i will so um, awesome. best of luck to you thank you so much for being on the show
1: well thank you so much for having me this is fun this is awesome i really appreciate it I and mean, First podcast, and it's uh, you know what I I, uh, I think it's gonna be exciting times going forward. If anybody wants to uh, wants any more information about it, just reach out to us on on the uh, the website. Um, Gladly get a hold of me, and then we, we can talk and go from there. But yeah, yeah a little more information about the product, and we'll we'll talk and make it to make this yeah. happen. Well, thank yeah. you so much, man. I really appreciate it. This is awesome.
0: Uh, you bet, Jeff. So, and you need to start your own podcast, Mister. So you better start. I should. Your, you do you do I should but I'll, I'll have you as my first guest oh I would love it I'd talk for two hours you wouldn't know how to get rid of me <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, uh, with it. With
0: it. that'd be awesome alright all right, brother well this is Rob Thompson you're listening to Sports Biz Podcast thanks everybody and we'll talk to you soon